This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Episode 92 of the Mandatory Samson Podcast. What are we talking about today, Joey? Well, I'm not going to say exactly what we talked about, but these are the places that we referenced. Man Beach, Jupiter, Texas, Chicago, Stanford. I also chastise you for playing Pokemon Go during the show. Yes, you did. Just stick around. You'll see what happened. The mandatory Samson podcast coming to you from Stand Up New York Labs. Joey made a, a face at me when I started off with yes, but it doesn't matter. Hi, my name is Christopher Flannery. Like I mentioned, I'm joined by Joseph Noe. Hi, Joey. Hi, everybody. Are uh, you excited, Joey? Yes, I am. Well, what was the face about? Nothing. It's all good. All right. We're also being produced by Evan back in studio. Good to have you here, bud. So happy to be here. What up? <laughs> oh, very nice. nice. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Lady and Germs. Lady and germs, ladies and germs. I write it down and I can't even read it right. I'm such a dum-dum. We got an interesting one set up today. We'll bounce around to a few different places, including but not limited to Manbij, Jupiter, Texas, Chicago, and Stanford. It's a lot of bouncing. We're Tigger up in this bitch. Uh, We're also starting off this week with the 2016 update. Uh, Some very consequential happenings and uh, poll numbers. So we'll get into that in a minute. Um, I also want to mention, before we, I ask you about what I always ask you about now at the top of the show, Joey, uh-huh. uh, the DOJ report, the Department of Justice report on Baltimore police was released this week. I skimmed it. I didn't really get to like go into it as deeply as I'd like to. So it's on my radar. It's probably something we're going to get into next week, but some disturbing uh, shit going on there about just the relationship between the police and the citizens of, of Baltimore, particularly, you know, poor communities and, and minority communities. Not good. Man. Yeah. I'm going to say it's pretty negative. Probably. Oh, it's good. Believe me. Yeah. I mean, I've looked some of it, but again, we'll, we'll talk about it more next week, but yeah. I just want to, you know, let the Samsonites know it's on the radar. Uh, Pokemon go anything. How we doing? So level 21. I'm, I'm doing, I'm just playing. It seems like it's sort of, if, if, if I may, it seems mm-hmm. like it's a bit of a chore for you. It doesn't seem like you're really it, it, enjoying it. After like level 15, it basically becomes a chore, yes. Right. Well, because you're just wandering around and then tapping the screen. That's all yes. you're doing. And there's only so many ratatats you can catch. People yeah. out there know what, what that, I mean. I want to know. What's a, a what? A ratatat? Yeah, a ratatat. Well, it's a band also. Yes. It's pretty cool. They do like this exper- kind of experimental like electro guitar music. It's pretty mm-hmm. good. Um what do you think, Joey, they could do to make the game more fun? Like, you've lost interest after level 15. What, 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 do you, what could you do? Well, they're supposed to be working on a way for people to battle each other and trade Pokemon and stuff, so that would be exciting. Oh, you feel like that would be yes. a nice addition. Evan, you were reaching for the mic there. Are you playing the Pokemon Go? How's it going? Yeah, no, I, I love the game. It definitely is a chore. Uh, that's why I take a lot more Ubers now. I just, you know... Oh, my God, really? Yeah, and it's great. You know, women play it. It's a good talking point. Yeah. Do they? I, I yes, mean, I do. I'm I'm older than you, Evan. Sir. Joey is my age, so I don't know. No, that was a good qu- that was a good question. They they don't play it. I just said that. I wanted okay. that cool. That uh, seems like uh, bullshit. Yeah. There are plenty of women out there who play the game. Yeah. Yes. 
all the Lucy Lou's <laughs> in the world. Oh, like, Jesus that's, Christ. It, uh, that's an Andre 3000 line. That's just... <laughs> you know Andre 3000. No, I'm not. You're right. Got him. No, that, w- that was fair. It, it is the Lucy Lou. I mean, <laughs> ser- seriously, if we were going to get the demographics of like girls that are playing the Pokemon Go game, I bet they're predominantly Asian. I mean, that's just a guess. All right, whatever. Fine, Joey. Fine. fine. I'm a racist. We'll just start the show <laughs> off that way. Um, listen, I want to start with the 2016 update this week because usually we end with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot went down this week, and I, I've been looking at the poll numbers because, look, the last couple of weeks. How Trump, about you just play the clip? Just play the clip. Well, we're going to do it in a second, but let me set it up. But Trump just off the rails the last couple of weeks. I mean, what happens when you put somebody that can't be president under the bright hot light of the presidential campaign like it's just down to the two of them they will and that's what's happening um we're gonna play the clip that joey's referencing i'm sure a lot of people have heard the clip uh we'll talk about it but the poll numbers bear out the shitty week that trump is is having the two weeks whatever so we're gonna get into that and also if i may i'm gonna try to defend myself against people that because i've been getting a lot of people trying to convince me to vote for hillary even you know because i'm saying that i'm voting for jill stein I got numbers here, and we're going to talk about okay. it. So if the numbers change, maybe I'll consider voting for Hillary, but I, I feel pretty confident that my vote for Jill Stein will be fine. I don't think the numbers are going to change if Donald keeps on dropping these types of uh, statements. Well, here's the thing. Before we even play the clip, again, the clip, you know, I, I don't know why I said again, but the clip is, you know, has been out there. It's Trump making a comment about the Second Amendment and Hillary Clinton. We're going to play the clip in a minute. The reason why he is doing these things is because he's not qualified to run for president. Like he could say he's joking about the stuff he's saying, or he could be semi-serious about it or whatever. He's just not ready for this. He's not capable of doing this job. So if you think this is going to be the only thing that happens, it's not, it's going to keep happening. Forget the fact of him even getting into, into office. Could you imagine the shit that would go down? So you're thinking he, he's trying to hit the, uh, the eject button, and this is this is just one of the ejects. No, he's um, no, I don't think he's intentionally trying. I mean, he could. God knows, he could intentionally be trying to do it. The point is, he will accidentally eject himself from the plane because he's not qualified to be piloting the plane. That that's my point. Like, you're not going to see these type of goofy screw ups from somebody who actually could be president. Romney didn't do this. No, he was able to get through the thing. They had a secret video of him saying the truth <laughs> about the 60% of people that aren't going to vote for him. Fuck him pretty much. Like, yeah. but that's not a, that's not a screw up. That's reality. And that was a hidden camera. This is Trump on stage in front of he, everybody. He's saying the last couple of days that Obama is started ISIS. Well, no, he didn't. What does that even mean? He's the MVP of ISIS. I think he's just saying shit. He, but that, but he is just saying shit because nobody has control over him. He's not disciplined enough to become president, and he's that's why qualified. we need him as president because he's, he's not afraid to say shit. Yeah, play the clip. All right, this is uh, future President Donald Trump at the podium, I guess, in North Carolina. Oh yeah, yeah Wilmington, North, North Carolina. It's right on the podium there. Uh, this is him making a comment that has received some scrutiny over the last couple of days, and we'll talk about it in a minute. Hillary wants to abolish, essentially abolish, the Second Amendment. By the way, and if she gets to... Before we, before we even go to the actually... Because contra- this, this got lost in the shuffle because mm-hmm. of what he says, yes. right, rightfully so. Hillary's not going to abolish the Second Amendment. She's made no attempt to do that. Um, it's impossible to do that. Uh, that should be something that's being talked about, too, where we're just allowing... We're, we're skipping over a blatant lie. Yes. Okay, I mean, that's disqualifying right there. The guy's on stage lying, lying, 
Just period. Hillary lies too about the email. I know, but I'm talking about Trump. Okay, we're talking about mm-hmm. Trump in this scenario. Pick. Oh, what the hell just happened? If she, I fucked it up. All right, let's. Why don't we just start over? It's a 30 second clip. Here we go. Hillary wants to abolish, essentially abolish, the Second Amendment. By the way, and if she gets to pick. <laughs> it's amazing there's just a room full of people all white by the way I mean not a brown face in sight uh, that they're all just gonna boo that even though it's completely untrue nobody even thought of yelling out it's not true but I get your point <laughs> well none of them are going to because the stadium is but I get it listen what, what you have to understand is when a Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton is on a stage for the most part they're in front of the choir these are people that are supporting them. Oh, absolutely. They're not going to scream anything for Hillary Clinton. Totally. But for but here's the here's the difference. This is an outright lie. Mm-hmm. Hillary might get up there and stretch the truth and she's going to spin things. You know, of course. I'm not the biggest Hillary Clinton fan in the world. And she's probably not the most truthful person in the world either. But she's not just outright being like, Donald Trump is going to kill your firstborn. Like, that's not the case. But he's saying something that is that false. Mm-hmm. She's going to abolish the Second Amendment. How? If she gets to pick her judges, nothing you can do, folks. Although the Second Amendment people, maybe there is, I don't know. But but I'll tell you what, that will be a horrible day. I just want to point out in the clip that we just watched, yeah, you could gentlemen. see how uncomfortable. Some of them. Some of them, and some of them go, ha ha. Because <laughs> it's a show. They don't really understand what's going on. Now, I included at the end there, because... Mm-hmm. I've heard the clip played on a number of different, you know, shows and different things where it stops when he says, you know, the thing about the second amendment, whatever, like maybe they could do something. I don't know. But then he goes, but that would be a horrible day. That is the important part of the clip because he's because him saying that what would be a horrible day if the second amendment people assassinated Hillary Clinton. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. We're going to play it again. No, 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 we're going to play it again. What would be a horrible day is Hillary Clinton getting to appoint those judges. That's what he meant. Let's listen to it again straight through. Hillary, are you just being, I'm defending him. You're just being devil's advocate. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Wants to abolish, essentially abolish the second amendment. By the way, and if she gets to pick, if she gets to pick her judges, nothing you can do, folks. Okay, we'll break it down. Mm-hmm. If Hillary gets to appoint the her judges, judges yes. there's nothing you could do about that. Yes. Although the second... Although, meaning, well, actually, maybe there is something you could do about it. Amendment people, maybe there is, I don't know, but... The Second Amendment people, which I'm assuming he means the fucking gun people, mm-hmm. could do something about it. What would they be able to do, Joey, hypothetically? Why would the gun people specifically be able to do something about that? Take Hillary Clinton out to dinner uh-huh. and convince lobbying. her not to abolish Lobbying. The, right. Yeah, right. lobbying. Yeah, okay, okay. All right. Now, but wait. But now pay attention to the end part because okay. this keeps getting cut off, but this is the important part of the whole thing. But I'll tell you what. That will be a horrible day. The day she gets to pick no, the judges. the day they get to do something about, the Second Amendment people get to do something about it. That's what he's saying, and that's the context of the whole thing. If Hillary got killed, that would be a terrible thing, but I don't know. Second Amendment people may be able to do something about it, right? I mean, Evan, you got any thoughts about this? You've heard this before just now, right? Yeah, no, that's the first time I've actually, I've read it. I haven't oh, okay. actually heard it, and uh, I... I don't. I think. I think it's unbecoming of a president, and it probably shows like his, you know, disconnect to the atmosphere that exists now with people taking things seriously and blah blah blah. But 
I thought it was like a, I don't know. I didn't think it was that bad, honestly. I think for them to investigate it, like, aren't they investigating that as well, a threat or something? They, yeah. I mean, I actually have it written here. I might as well skip ahead. Oh, wait, wait. This, before you read that, uh, I just, okay. I just want to point out that if I had said this, I would be beating, beaten up by the cops. Maybe broken nose thrown in jail you certainly couldn't say that the second amendment people would okay right so you're not playing devil's advocate anymore you understand that this was a threat essentially yes Yes. you can't you can't just put it out there here's the thing because i was talking about it with johnny who had to leave before we started recording and he was like yeah you know it it it's you get that he's joking and i was like i don't yeah he probably is joking but there's a base of people in his party, the people that are going to vote for him, the only people that are seriously excited about voting for Donald Trump, they believe him. They go, damn right. And they don't have to have that accent, but they're going to, they know that that's the truth. Yeah. If we kill Hillary, she won't get to appoint those justices. That's real to them. And that's why when you get it, like you're saying, it's unbecoming of somebody that's going to run for president. Yeah. You just can't fuck around with that language. It's a very dangerous rhetoric. So if, it's God disqualified. Forbid, you know? Okay, disqualified. But if something were to happen, yeah, is does he automatically get charged as accessory? No, but but he's the one that invoked it. Well, he can. It's plausible deniability. I was just kidding. You know, it was a joke. Because I have quotes here from people, and I have Rudy idiot Giuliani. I, we're gonna play a clip of him too. Um, no, he wouldn't get blamed. But here's the thing: mm-hmm. the people on the right would never go yeah it was trump's rhetoric that did it never but when you got obama but but they'll they'll acknowledge when obama says anything about like transgender people like see he wants people to be able to pee in any bathroom and they'll just they apply it to whatever obama says trump says something that's all is fractionally off from saying second amendment people get your guns time to go to work (laughs) like he's basically saying that nobody wants to acknowledge it on the right but anything Hillary says that even remotely resembles an implication that she's, they're going to pin it on her. So, no, he's not going to get in trouble legally by it. But yeah, you, it's not a, it's a dangerous thing to say when he's up at the podiums at his at his campaigns. It's not the first time he said it. When he goes, you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to punch him right in the face. It's about the protesters. Not like the old days. Back in the old days, yeah, you could do something about. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. he's constantly putting that idea out there of like. Look, we used to be able to do it. If I become president, we'll probably be able to knock some blocks. Oh, is he saying that it's going to well, be what like... what else is he saying? It's going to be like roundhouse time. Roundhouse time? Yeah, everybody gets to kick and punch. Yeah, I, I mean, he is kind of saying that. He's like, back in the good old days when you used to be able to kick somebody's ass when you disagree with them. You know, it's like, we don't live in those times, sir. And even if we did, the president shouldn't be the one putting that out there as like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, it's okay. Uh, I got some quotes here. And a clip, like I mentioned, will play. But, uh, oh, so Evan mentioned the Secret Service thing. The Secret Service, according to one of its officials, has had, quote, more than one conversation with law enforcement and the Trump campaign. Trump, of course, responded on Twitter saying, no such meeting or conversation ever happened. A made-up story by low ratings at CNN. <laughs> so he denies that that happened, but I guarantee that did happen. Well, uh, someone from the campaign spoke to them. Maybe he well, didn't. you can't be at- if If anything, it was just to be like, don't do that. Yeah, please don't do that. <laughs> uh, Robbie Mook, who's the Clinton campaign manager and runner-up for three years running of best name in America, says this is simple. 
What Trump is saying is dangerous. A person seeking to be the president of the United States should not suggest violence in any way, which it's telling by that release from the campaign that they're taking it seriously because mm-hmm. it's not political. It's not like overtly you know, political. That's just like a very clear statement of like, you can't do that. That's ridiculous. It was very sober sentence, you know? You, you know how this election has been a reality television show? Parts of it have. I mean, Some parts of but it see, have. but that's the thing. Don't let's not frame it that way. But let's do frame it for one minute. Because, no, but let me just okay. say my point, and then we can go yes. go with it. Let's not make a false equivalency. The right, the Republican side has been a reality TV show. Mm-hmm. The Democratic side has been actually a pretty reasonable contest between two different ideologies. Yes, like th- real ideas were put out there. Let, let's not pretend that like the whole thing's a circus. What about the Democratic side was really a circus? Not much. No her email shit, but that's like a separate issue. Mm-hmm. The Republican side's certainly been a circus. Good. What I would like to see happen now is Hillary Clinton to come out in a bulletproof vest and scream, can't stop this, won't stop this. No, that's inciting. Uh, Gee, it? <laughs> <laughs> that's been a, that's an inciting uh, incident, I would think. Uh, look, if she didn't come out with the parrot after the Bernie Sanders thing, she's not going to do that. Oh, I wish good she back. Uh, Senator Chris Murphy, Democrat from Connecticut, he's also the Senator from Sandy Hook. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, don't treat this as a political misstep. It's an assassination threat, seriously upping the possibility of a national tragedy and crisis. Uh, Senator Jeff Sessions, who's a Republican from Alabama, says, totally wrong. I don't believe that's true. I don't believe that's at all what he meant. It may have been awkwardly phrased. <laughs> uh, okay. He doesn't believe at all that that's what he meant. I'm pretty sure that's what he meant. I mean, Jesus Christ. But this is the problem, though. Come on, man. It's like Trump is not going to be president. Let's just put that. Let's be very clear about that. It's not going to happen. So for all these animals to come out and defend him and go, no, he was just kidding. Or, oh, he didn't mean it that way. He was saying this. He said, be come on, man. We can't be an honest broker at all in this situation. You know, you know what the fuck happened there. This is a good. Listen, you drew the cards. You got to play the cards. They're playing cards, bro. But they didn't draw the cards. They none of them. They don't have to do that. They would look so much better. They would look so much better if they got him out. They really would. If or they just abandoned ship. The clock is ticking on that. And yeah. and um, I saw in the news that the one uh, the former FBI director of terrorism or whatever is running now. Yeah, McMillan or some yeah. shit. Yeah, but nobody knows who the hell that guy is. He's not gonna. You know, it's like it doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That's like me saying I'm right. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is Rudy Rudolph, Rudy Giuliani, former mayor of New York, uh, and apparently lunatic all of a sudden, uh, defending Donald Trump's remarks at some kind of press junket. And I have to do it. Oh, and I, I, I want to just change the audio to mono so that way it doesn't come out of one ear. I'm really, I'm really, I'm actually disgusted. I listen. I listen. I listen to Donald Trump's speech in, in in Wilmington, and what he said very clearly was that if Hillary Clinton were elected president, she would get to appoint judges to the Supreme Court, and among the other things that they would do to destroy us would be to do away with the Second Amendment and your right to bear arms. Now, is there anybody here that? Is there anybody here that doubts that? Okay. See, but like there, okay, I understand it's a campaign, it's political rhetoric, but it's literally not possible. I mean, she can't abolish the Second Amendment. She's just not going to. 
She's going to point the judges, and the judges are going to go in there and take away everybody's guns. Nope. Because they have nothing better to no, do. Because they don't do that. They can't do that. That's not the job of the Supreme Court. What the Supreme Court's job is, when they get a case in front of them, they they determine based on that case how the Constitution applies to it. Mm -hmm. And then they just make it a, an interpretation on what that is. There is not going to be a situation where they're able to go, yep, this case clearly says it. Guns shouldn't exist anymore. Like, that's not, it's not going to happen. And then he said, and you have the power to do something about it. Not what he said. See, now this is what's frustrating. This was hours later. Mm -hmm. <laughs> not what he said. It's just a distortion of what he said. Yes. What he said was, I don't, although I don't know, maybe you second amendment people could, I don't know. That's what he said. Yes. Not you have the power to, that's not what he said. And what he meant by that was uh, you have the power to vote against her. That like, come on. Is that really what he meant? I understand the spin, but is that what he said? It's a pretty good spin though. It's a great well, spin. Well, it's the only spin. It's the I mean, only spin, of course. Yes. <laughs> Obama said it best. D uh, don't boo Donald, vote for Hillary. Don't boo, vote. Yep, don't boo, vote. Thank you, Malia, Sasha, Michelle Obama. Oh, speaking about that. We'll get into it. Let's just finish okay. this. You have I didn't want to, but I knew you were going to bring it up. Yeah, have point, to. So we'll just talk about it for a second. Okay. The power, you have the power to campaign against her. You have the power to speak against her. You know why? Because you're a... You know why? He's making you have the power. He's, he's like, making us sound like a horrible dictator. Yes. Americans. The only people with rights in this country. Oh, God. I mean, it's, it's as if the only people with rights in this country are the press. What? I thought he was going to go totally support It could have gone a lot of different ways. <laughs> it could have played to that base a lot harder. I have a, uh, I have a Trump quote. Did I say this on the, on the podcast or before we started? I have a Trump quote. Uh, somebody transcribed it. He was give, just giving a talk. Yeah, you haven't a, done that Okay, yet. it's a paragraph. I know I haven't done it, but it's a paragraph uh -huh. uh, that is just incoherent babble, and I'm going to read it in the style of Donald Trump. Okay, okay. Uh, in a little, we'll close this, this segment with that. Joe, we got poll numbers that I wanted to get into and everything, so we will, but go ahead. Go but, ahead. No, no, but I, I need you when you give this transcription yeah. read aloud. I need to know the context of which it was given. Was it a speech? Was it's it like one of his press conferences? It was a press does. conference. You know, he's just okay. riffing. All right, he's just making sure. Classic thing. You wanna before we get into the poll numbers, you wanna ask me about Malia? Who? What? Which one was it? Malia? Malia. Malia. Good. You, you had a she 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 had a little puff puff. Yeah. Okay. She yeah. She got high at a concert. It's like all right. Whoa! I didn't know that. Uh, there was a gawker or whatever. Let me tell you this. Some mm -hmm. some little kid, a chick that was like hanging out with them or whatever. That's a mistake because she can never be her friend again. Took That's a picture like, of her. Getting, you know, maybe getting hot. You can't tell what it is, but it's holding it like it's a joint. Uh, you little snitch. Yeah. Like, if my daughter was hanging out with one of the president's kids, or whatever, any kid, it doesn't matter, but like hanging out with somebody of that stature, say it, and then put out, sold out to Gawker, I would disown. I'd be like, you little snitch. Who that's raised not, you? That's not what you're going to say. What would I say? You're going to say you're going to hit her. No, I was not. Of yeah, course I wouldn't. I absolutely wouldn't. Okay. Uh, That's how much... not what I was going to say, Joey. Why the fuck would you even imply that? Sorry. I would never do that. All right. How much do you think she got for that? I don't know. A couple thousand bucks. That's Who it? the fuck knows? But like, you fucker. How dare you? Also, they're at a concert. It's like, oh, wow, really? She got high at a concert? Big deal. It's what she should be doing. And... Who gives a shit? It's not. It's not like she did anything uh, terrible. That's nice. She's going to Harvard. Give me. Yeah. A, give me a fucking break. 
that the kid that snitched her out, ratted her out. That's the embarrassing part. It's like, how dare you? And also, she had to delete her Twitter account. Did she? Well, yeah. she didn't have to. She should have just. She chose to. She should have posted another thing about like weed statistics, which I have had a whole folder full of stuff that I want to talk about, but it'll be next week. I didn't get into it this week. Okay. I wanted. I was gonna bring that up with the weed stuff, but I was like, ah, fuck it. It's not even a story. Like. Oh, uh, uh, an 18, 19-year-old uh, girl at a concert got high? So what? Not a, not a story. Okay. Pacalolo. Let's <laughs> go to the uh, poll numbers. Poll numbers. Uh, so these are the poll numbers from 538. I'm feeling a little loose today. How are you feeling, Joe? He feels I good, feel right? I feel great, yeah. It's warm as... What did you say in here when we walked in? I said it was cooler in hell. Yes, it was cool, cooler in hell. Uh, it's very warm in this room today. Uh, it's fine, though. We're feeling good. 538.com. These are percentage chances of winning, okay? Okay. Polls only, meaning just the polls, the numbers that they've run through, weighted, all that stuff. The polls only. Hillary Clinton, 85.2% chance of winning this thing oh, wow. to Donald Trump's 14.8. The polls plus forecast, which factors in economic data, historical data, different things, plus the polls, 75.4% for Hillary, 24.6% for Donald Trump. The now cast, if the election was held today, 86.8% chance for Hillary Rodham Clinton. Donald Trump is at a cool 13.1. So good. So virtually, I feel... Trump is losing everyone but the uh, the white vote, really. Yep. Is there anything he's going to do to try to get other votes because you need to have nope. other ethnicities vote for you or no. he won't win? No, because... It's just simple math. Because here's the thing. Look where we are. Look at the point we're at. Mm-hmm. This is something... My dad's very conservative, okay? Mm-hmm. I have an irritating arguments with him all the time about it. I love arguing with him. Um, I don't change his mind often, but this is what I've been telling him for years. Cause he, you know, he's like, Oh, you're liberal shit and whatever, but I'm not a Democrat. That's the, that's the thing. And he is a Republican. He'll identify with that. Mm-hmm. So I tell him, I go, look, your party is fucked in the next election because you're not going to get anybody but white people. That's the problem. Yes. And that's years ago. I told him that he's like, no, you know, it's this and that. But no, that is the problem. Part, yeah, there's multiple problems, but that's the major one that you're not going to be able to get around. You cannot win an election without black people, without uh, Hispanic people, without women, without you know large swaths, swaths of the population, whatever. Um, so no, there's nothing you can fucking do about it now. Bernie couldn't do anything about it. Bernie yeah, couldn't get the black vote in, in the primary. That cost them. Okay, and he was better probably for that community than Hillary would have been. He couldn't get it. You think Trump is going to all of a sudden turn around? And I have those numbers here. We might as well go into it. Black voters Mm -hmm. right now, okay? These are the percentages that are supposedly going to go to each candidate, all right? I want to guess Donald's. No, don't guess because it's actually going to be more impactful to do it this way. Hillary Clinton right now Mm -hmm. is getting 86% of the black vote. 86%. 86%. Mm. This is, we're talking 10 to 15% of the voting population. All right? Yes. 86%. In second place, Gary Johnson is getting 4%. In uh, No, excuse me. In second place, Jill Stein is getting 5%. Third place, Gary Johnson is getting 4 Donald Trump is getting 2% of the black vote. Two. Wow. Good luck with that. Yeah, you can't win. Good luck with that. Especially when you're not going to get a, a big percentage of Hispanics, you're not going to get a big percentage of women. You're not going to get college educated white people. You're not going to get middle. Like, 
It's a, it's fucking over. Read the signs, man. And all these people on the right just won't accept it. They just won't accept it. And to their own demise, because they're going to lose the presidency. And if this keeps going the insane direction it's been going, wait till the debates. You think that's going to go well? No. Wait till uh, Mike Pence has to get up there and embarrass himself with all this religious nonsense and all this abortion and all this gay marriage stuff. What's going to happen? Uh, you're going to lose Congress too. And then you're going to be in a real fucking problem because oh, uh, Hillary and Bernie Sanders and whoever else you hate in the Democratic Congress, they're going to be able to pass whatever they want. Have fun with that. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. Well, okay. Keep Go ahead. Keep it going that direction. I don't, I don't mind. Uh, New York poll numbers, Joey. You ready uh-huh. for this? Hillary Clinton has a 99.2% <laughs> chance of winning New York. 99.2. Donald Trump is a 0.7 chance of winning New York. I'm not worried about it. I'm going to vote for Jill Stein, okay? Okay. Do, do you understand? If it gets anywhere near 51%, I'll vote for Hillary. I promise. 99.2%. I'm not sweating it. Hillary should take, according right now, yes. should take 56% of the vote. Okay? Wow. Trump will take like 35%. Shit. Yeah. So, all right, relax. Don't. I get it. I understand. We're worried. It's fine. It's going in the direction that it. Oh, the only logical direction is where this thing is going. There's nothing Hillary can do to drop it, right? Well, look, you, you, there's always something. Something could happen where they do find a smoking gun, uh, Benghazi, her email, you know? Yeah, something. But no, there's basically nothing that's going to happen because if it hasn't short happened of, yet, sh- uh, Short of being arrested. It's really the only way to get rid of it. Yeah, I mean, and then at that point, though, then fine, then she's out, and they're going to put Bernie in, and he's going to fucking mop the floor. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, there's no scenario, really, that I foresee, unless we get, a like, a horrific terrorist attack happens, maybe. And everyone goes to Trump. Goes to the Republican, naturally, which yes. I don't even understand that, because we've been kept safe by Obama well more than we have by the previous Republican president, Bush. That little 9-11 thing, that mm-hmm. happened under Bush's watch. Okay. Um, Hillary Clinton, this is another uh, interesting statistic that we're going to... Wait, what the hell is this? Did I skip a page, Joey? Oh, yeah. Okay, I got it. All right. Uh, Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. got $513 million worth of media coverage in July, just $20 million uh, less than Trump, according to media quant. So she's catching up in all that free media that Trump was getting, the $2 billion, all that shit. Mm-hmm. She's getting the same amount now. So, so it really only mattered for the primary. Right. Though. So in his perceived advantage, it's, it's not an advantage anymore. Now it's just even. And she's going to raise way more money than him. So there you go. So everything that was supposed to happen that logically will happen based on prior knowledge and the way that the system is built is happening yes so that's why we talk about that stuff because when now when it's actually happening we don't go oh, how could this be because that's of course obviously of course if, you, if you're not on a team if, you, if your only team is usa you know what i mean and you're trying to make this thing work and you're trying to make the democracy you're not going work, anywhere yeah this is this is what this is what we should have happened that's that's it we're, we're not rooting for one or the other this is just the logical conclusion Finally, Joey, police were able to capture a person who spent three hours climbing Trump Tower in New York City on Wednesday. Um, 
I, I, I said to myself, oh, yeah, here, I do. So, and I do have the video of this kid. Mm-hmm. So, this guy climbed Trump Tower. Because? Uh, well, it's sort of unclear, but I do have a video of him. Supposedly, this is the kid that he, he put up a, a YouTube video that was like, why I climbed your tower. Oh. So, we might as well play it. I mean, I, can't, I haven't seen on the oh, news Oh, so you today. haven't seen this? I've seen the video. Oh, okay. I'm saying I haven't seen uh, true confirmation that this is him. I've seen it on a number of different places, so we're going to run with it. If it turns out not to be him, I apologize, but I'm fairly confident this is the kid. Okay. Uh, he posted a video explaining why he climbed Trump Tower. We'll listen to this guy, and then we'll just talk about that, um, and then we're going to close with that Trump quote because I, yeah. I love it. All right, so this is the, the, the Trump Tower climber. Mr. Trump. Hold on. We'll start it over again. Uh, he looks a little bit like he's got some problems. He could be making some of this out. I don't know. You, you tell me, Joe, because you haven't seen this, right? Have not. All right. This was posted before he started the climb, and people found it on Twitter and whatever as he was climbing up. Hello, Mr. Trump. Do excuse my manner of appearance. <laughs> There's something I like about this kid. I got to be honest. I like his uh, his Lex Luthery <laughs> type of talk. I don't know. I just like. I, I don't know. He's he seems harmless, kind of. Just don't know how many people will watch this, and I'd rather not be recognizable. I'm an independent. And meanwhile, he, you can see his face very clearly. He's just wearing a hoodie. Yes. Searcher seeking a private audience with you to discuss an important matter. Mm-hmm. I guarantee that it is in your interest to honor this request. Believe me, if my purpose was not significant, I would not risk my life pursuing it. The reason I climbed your tower was to get your attention. If I had sought this via conventional means, I would be much less likely to have success because you are a busy man with many responsibilities. I'll get my contact information to your campaign so that if you are interested, you can respond. As for anyone else who's watching, please help make this video go viral so that it gets to Mr. Trump and be sure to get out and vote for Mr. Trump in the 2016 election. Thank you. Uh, but he didn't give a reason. Well, his reason was that he, he needs a private audience with Mr. Trump about an important matter. But what's the important matter? Well, that we would have, well, I don't know. We're not going to find out. Isn't that the whole point of the video to tell everybody what that important matter is? Well, I mean, he probably figured this was going to go differently. I mean, I think he thought he would be able to climb way higher up on the tower and then Trump and be like, a hero. Fine, let me talk to the kid, you know, but that's not going to happen. Uh, and then he helicopters him off. The, yeah, or whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, all right. So there you go. I mean, that's that kid. So that, that was like a little distraction yesterday. Just interesting. I mean, he seems like just kind of a dumb kid. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? I want to know what the important matter is. He climbed a building for this. Yeah, in the middle of the day. So he had nothing else to do. He was just climbing up the... (laughs) He he had no important matter, okay? There was nothing. Well, what do you you think? Why do you think that he would have something important to tell Trump? What could he possibly have? Maybe he got a secret message from from the aliens that don't want Trump to be president because they know that he would use the nukes against them. Yeah, I mean, I have no idea. Uh, all right. So you ready? You ready for this? Because this is fascinating. I mean, I wanted to get to this. Um, you know, without the, I would have gotten to this earlier if not for the uh, the potential assassination uh, thing that came up. So, but this is this is Trump. The other day, he was just riffing, doing like his normal thing. This is a full paragraph of Trump talking. It's mm-hmm. really one sentence, kind of. But uh, I'll read it. You tell me if this makes sense. If any person in your life said something like this to you you'd be like what mm-hmm. i what are you talking about this is donald trump all right look having nuclear 
My uncle was a great professor and scientist and engineer, Dr. John Trump at MIT, which, by the way, I looked up. There was a Dr. John Trump at MIT. It is his relative. All right. Good genes. Very good genes. Okay. Very smart. The Wharton School of Finance. Very good. Very smart. You know, if you're a conservative Republican, if I were a liberal, if, like, okay, if I ran as a liberal Democrat, they would say I'm one of the smartest people anywhere in the world. It's true. But when you're a conservative Republican, they try, oh, do they do a number? That's why I always start off. Went to Wharton was a good student, went there, went there, did this, built a fortune. You know, I have to give my like credentials all the time because we're a little disadvantaged. But you look at the nuclear deal, the thing that really bothers me, it would have been so easy and it's not as important as these lives are. Nuclear is powerful. My uncle explained that to me many, many years ago. The power, and that was 35 years ago. He would explain the power of what's going to happen and he was right. Who would have thought? But when you look at what's going on with the four prisoners, now it used to be three, now it's four. But when it was three, and even now, I, I would have said it's all in the messenger. Fellas, and it is fellas, because, you know, they don't, they haven't figured that the women are smarter right now than the men. So, you know, it's going to take them about another 150 years. But the Persians are great negotiators. The Iranians are great negotiators. So, and they, they just killed, they just killed us. What? First of all, I thought that was a nice performance, right? I mean, yes, fantastic performance. I have to say, I kind of feel like that is, is that insane. Was that a real Trump move to clap, clap for myself? Uh, no, 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 it's perfect. Yeah, Thank you, gotcha. But uh, I feel like this is ramblings of the drunk uncle at Christmas. Absolutely. I mean, he starts off talking about how his uncle was a great professor. He's smart. Nuclear power. Women are better. Then the Iranians are great deal maker. Like, what What the fuck are you talking about? He's all over the place. And this is during a speech? Yeah. This is like one of those when you, anytime you see him, when he's standing in front of a podium where he's just, I'm riffing, just doing his thing. Like, what are, the fuck Jesus are you talking about? Christ. Right. That is, that's kooky. Yeah. It's kooky. None of that makes any sense. Well, thank you for bringing that to my attention that we have somebody <laughs> running who said that. Isn't that un- unbelievable? I mean, it's yes. just... It's incoherent. It's incoherent. That is exactly what it is. All right. I mean, that's the 2016 update. You want to move on to some other topics we got here? Yeah, because other things did happen. Absolutely. And, you know, I just wanted to bring that up first because when, you know, one of the presidential candidates suggests kind of tongue-in-cheek that the other one should get murdered... is uh, an issue. Yeah, it's a problem. So we might as well start with that. All right, Joey. So man beige. Remember the town of Man Beach that we've been talking about a lot? Yep. Uh, we've got a little update here. As of Saturday, August 6th, U.S.-backed SDF fighters, the Syrian Democratic Forces, uh, are in, quote, almost complete control of Man Beach, a now former ISIS stronghold in northern Syria, which is a key spot on the course to Raqqa, which is the unofficial de facto uh, Islamic State capital. Hmm. And the SDF forces, which I mentioned last week, are they're primarily Kurdish, but there's Arab forces in there, and there's kind of a coalition of people along with U.S. Uh, you know support troops. Maybe they'd be able to, you know, beat their goal. Well, who would? They're supposed to stop ISIS by the new year. the The point was to take back all the land. Yeah, well, that's why we're sending people to Mosul and all this stuff, and you know, it's not over. But you know, I think they're ahead of schedule. They could, they very well could be. I mean, a lot of people, we, we've talked about it, but yeah. like a lot of people are in bad situations over there and they're not going to be just happy to go home and build this. Like there's bigger problems that are taking place, but yeah, getting ISIS out of there is goal one. And again, this is where the real fight against ISIS is. Yes. Like for these people, it's not that we have to go in there and do anything. U.S. forces being on the ground there is a nightmare. That's terrible. Because then we have to do something after the fact. This is when... 
You get ISIS out. Now you form your own government. You get involved. You, you create some kind of democracy there that will last and not just allow them to, to get back into power. So this is where it is. And let's be honest. Are they really concentrating on training people and creating plots to go over to France and run people over with trucks? No. No. These are lone wolf people. This, this is ISIS there. And they're, they're on their heels a little bit. Uh, so that's the, the update there. Probably not much more is going to happen. I mean, you never know, but it seems like the situation is more under control. And we're looking now towards the next phase, which is maybe going into Raqqa or going into Mosul in Iraq because they already took Fallujah mm-hmm. back as well. So, all right. Judge Aaron Persky, the uh, Brock Turner judge, mm-hmm. we mentioned him last week. He uh, People are scouring through his sentences. And to that end, they found one from 2015 in which he sentenced Robert James Chain to four days in jail for possessing over 200 images of, quote, child erotica and possible child porn, including... One, uh, one image depicting an adult penetrating a naked infant girl. They also found child abuse videos, which I just assume is people hitting children or whatever. Like uh, the felony charge carried a max sentence of three years in jail, which is too low, by the way. That should be way higher than that. Um, but this guy, the judge that sentenced Brock Turner to six months, mm-hmm. he only spent three months. This guy only spent one day in jail on a four day sentence for possessing this type of like just sickening fucking material. This judge is a real asshole. This guy's not a good judge, apparently. Well, I'm confused because he had, you, you're saying there was an image of a child, of a baby, of an infant. Yeah, an infant. Forget a child, yeah. An infant being raped. Yes. That's child pornography. Oh, yeah. How does that only constitute one night in jail? Well, four days, four day sentence. But right, that's one so. of one image. I mean, God knows what the fuck else he had. Uh, first of all, three years max. No, that's we got to be talking twenty five to life. This got to be a long fucking sentence. Why would this person get out? You think they're going to be fixed? How would you f- correct this? Uh, I don't. I don't think you can. No, it's a, it's an interesting. That's a separate conversation. Fine, but this judge is apparently not equipped to do this job correctly because he doesn't really understand the seriousness apparently of a lot of this stuff because they also had like 12, 14 other cases that this article that I read <clears throat> similar cases where all of them got at least six months in jail. Mm-hmm. Right. Which to me, it's still a little like light. Um, but yeah, four days is preposterous for that type of, of pornography, whatever you want to call it's, it. It's, see, I, I don't understand how, even with that, how they get six months and Jared gets like everything thrown at him. Is there like, you have to have a certain amount and then it goes up? Or? I don't know, but I, I don't want to get into a conversation of comparing, oh, what Jared did was right. But like Jared Fogel, to my understanding, now he might have had pictures of like younger children, which is despicable. Like you're a fucking, we don't need you. But he was trying to like have s- relations with older teenage girls like 16 17 all right so it's just more than pictures well he was trying to get into prostitute you know okay so that's that's fucked up to begin with but 17 is a little hop skip and a jump to 18 fucking an infant is like that doesn't even register like i don't even understand how that could possibly 
make any sense. You know, you know what I'm saying? Not yeah. that it's okay for what Jared did, but it's just like even if you were going to compare the two, it's like this is like because way you have to go out of your way to even find. That. Oh, please, Joey! It's it's we're not even going to get. I'm not getting into it. It's like that. Yeah, there's the the route that you have to go to where you have a an, a picture on your computer of an infant being raped, being raped, like your life is just way out of bounds. I mean, it's just crazy. And this judge to not be able to see that and think, yeah, this is probably a sick person. doesn't, should probably get punished or treated or whatever, but four days. Yeah. Shocking. I mean, this guy obviously doesn't, I don't know. He just, I guess he just doesn't take these sexual things seriously, but this is terrifying, right? It is. Yes. Uh, I don't want to sound like I'm saying it's okay for whatever Jared did. I don't know his case intimately, but I just know that he at least at least was skewing towards older p- kids. You know what I mean? Not mm-hmm. that that's okay. Again, not that it's okay at no, all. I'm, I'm with you. But I'm with you. you know what I mean? But it's like, okay, at least you can go, well, that that is a, a 17-year-old girl can look like an 18-year-old girl, somebody that's legally you're allowed to have a relationship with. An infant is an infant. I mean, that's a that's not sexual in any way. Yeah, I just uh, see because if I were the judge, I would say at least like mental health help or something like it's just one of it was four nights in jail and three years of probation. But I don't feel probation's enough. No. What the fuck do you think is going to stop this guy? Are you kidding me? Of course. Um, Yeah, it's it's a terrible situation. Plus, the wife knew the wife admitted she was like, yeah, I knew he was into like weird shit. Like, oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you both kind of are guilty there, but this guy, right, this guy shouldn't just be out roaming around. Maybe he does only get four days in jail, but it's like now you're just remanded for the rest of your life to a fucking psychiatric ward until we can figure prove that you're not going to be into this shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, right. Okay, so anyway. Well, well, maybe part of it, maybe the um, prosecution should be at fault as well for giving him the opportunity to accept the plea bargain deal. Well, look, I mean, the system's the system. I mean, I, I've said it a number of times on the podcast. You kill somebody, life. You rape somebody, life. This shit, I mean, we're, we, this should be, you know, if you're allowed out at any point, it's got to be goddamn sure that you're not going to be involved in this again. Like, there have to be some way to make sure of that. Otherwise, you got to just stay in jail, man. We can't trust you. Yeah. And you do, at a certain point, you know something happens to this person that that is into that. And again, I don't want to make it too much about the what the the thing is it's more about the judge but mm-hmm. uh you got to figure at some point something happened to the guy that that makes him do this like something's yeah. obviously off with him he might have been molested or whatever you don't know it's not an excuse but you've at a certain level you go oh i feel bad for this person because you probably don't just decide one day like oh you know what i'm really into and then get into this type of like child pornography it's it's horrific um so anyway yeah it's just a thought about the uh about the judge Again, this guy's judgment is really should be called into question. It's absurd. Yeah. Unbelievable. All right. Anyway, I mean, I don't know. Did that, that went in a weird direction. I feel bad now that I said that even about Jared. Like, no, it's not okay for what he did. I just didn't study his case. But but again, you understand you at least yes. understand my point. Like, big difference between there whatever. I'm not gonna rehash it. So anyway, so that that's that story. This judge has got to get out. I mean I I th- there's been a few cases that prove that his judgment might be skewed. Skewed. It's poor judgment. But 
there's a petition out that I know of, but besides that, I, I don't know what steps can be taken. Well, he's up for election at some point. It's like, so don't just, vote for him. Yeah, yeah, get somebody else in there. Um, okay. This is an interesting one. We'll see where we want to go with it. We'll do this story, Joey. Mm-hmm. Then we'll thank our sponsor. Um, then I got a couple of videos we're going to look at, and then we'll, uh, we're pretty much wrapping up. I do have a little space stuff. Like I mentioned, Ooh. Jupiter. Yeah, I want to add, because we haven't done any like science spacey type of stuff. If you don't stop playing Pokemon Go while we're doing this podcast, Joey, the podcast I was is not. over. I, I I'm was looking. Not. I can see I you. Not. What are you doing? It's not true. Jesus Christ. I'll be auditioning co-hosts uh, over the next couple of weeks. Uh So according to an affidavit, Joey, filed in federal court on Thursday, an undercover FBI agent texted Elton Simpson, who was the Draw Muhammad contest shooter, the Mm -hmm. guy that showed up and shot people there, uh, telling him to, quote, tear up Texas just days before he showed up in Garland to do just that. You want to know what I think of when I hear tear up Texas? Sure. He's going to go out. It's date night, he's, he's, and he's going to find his uh, significant other. He's going to boot scoot boogies? Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, He's uh, going to tear up Texas. Yeah, well, maybe if under a different circumstance. The problem is here, FBI agent, mm-hmm. an undercover agent, who's trying to like catch this guy doing something, tells him to go do, tear up Texas. He gives him a directive to like get out there and fuck shit up. Now, this guy doesn't know he's dealing with an FBI agent, but it, it asks the question... Why do we have FBI agents that are getting like they're trying to get mm-hmm. people who are not yet violent to be violent to be violent so they can arrest them and go, hey, we caught a terrorist. That's um not good thinking. It's, it's back assed. <laughs> it's back assed back ass words. And uh, it's not th- like that's what we have to be concerned about. That that shit is going on all across the country. How many times do we have FBI agents? Because it's come up a number of times as other things where FBI agents knew them, they had had contact. How many times are they doing this then? Where somebody that's not actually a violent actor, but somebody that maybe has been radicalized or whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it, has dumb ideas. How many times is the FBI the one that's giving them the little push? I'm just asking. I, more than it should be. And what also needs to be caught into question is maybe these FBI agents should be reporting to an oversight committee well, or somebody else. Are, but because I'm pretty sure if someone saw, you know, that should have been ran through somebody else first, tear up Texas. Because that is giving him a direct order. It's giving him carte blanche. Go, go, well, it's saying, do the thing that you maybe think, question about, go do it. Um, and then when you do, then we'll be able to get a, uh, a conviction here. Not good. Aaron, that was that was Trump. I think I'm becoming Trump because I'm reading his quotes. Not good. Very bad. Uh, Aaron Kundnani, who is a New York University lecturer on terrorism studies, says, the FBI uses informants and undercover agents to pressure suspected ISIS sympathizers into committing acts of violence so that they can be prosecuted. The Garland shooter case is the most striking illustration yet of the dangers of this approach. Essentially, it suggests the government may be manufacturing the very threat it is supposed to be countering. Nice. Yeah, great. Good job, boys. Uh, Would you be shocked by that? No. Karen Greenberg, who works at the Center on National Security at Fordham Law School, uh, says, these cases have a lot of gray area. And there has always been a question of how far the FBI should go when they get involved in these sting operations. But if you're going to target potentially unstable, vulnerable individuals in undercover sting operations, you have to examine the potential consequences of having these types of discussions with them. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. Well, the other thing that I never understood 
was um, we were still in a heightened uh, state of being on the lookout for terrorism. Yeah. But when the news was explaining to people things that they could do oh, yeah. or things that they should look out for, it's like, you assholes, you're giving them ideals. <laughs> of course. Well, right. Well, that's part of the argument when you have these shootings, like, should you keep using the person's name to give them more credibility? Yeah. More no. We know you shouldn't, but we keep doing it because, you know, it's not about protecting us. The media is not about protecting us. It's not really about informing us. It's about making money. Yes. <laughs> and so if you keep saying Dylan Roof, Dylan Roof, Dylan Roof over and over again, people start to get that name and then they, they start paying attention more to it. They don't care because at least it's going to keep people eyes on the TV screen, you know? Because you mentioned that. Am I allowed to bring up what happened with Dylan Roof? I maybe I don't even know. Good. He he was punched in the face in jail. Oh yeah, that was a couple of weeks ago, right? Yeah, yeah. You guys can thank me later. <laughs> oh, that's where Evan's been. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, the, yeah, I mean, listen. Do I feel bad that Dylan Roof got punched in the face? No, it's not something you want. I don't know because I saw like a GoFundMe page or something was set up for the guy that punched him in the face. <laughs> but we don't know anything about the guy that punched him in the face. He could yes. be a fucking animal too. We have no idea. But. Okay, I mean, whatever. If you want to get a shot in. Get a I, shot in. I get it. Um, all right, why don't we do this, Joey? Yes. We're sponsored this week. I'll do the ad read. Okay. Uh, then we're going to get into this other thing. This kid, Paul O'Neill, who's an 18-year-old black kid from Chicago, mm -hmm. was another one shot and killed uh, by police. More to that story, I got some videos. We'll play that. We'll talk that through, and then we'll end with the, the Jupiter stuff that I wanted mm -hmm. to talk about. But before we get to any of that, Wix.com, Joey. A great business needs a stunning website. And with Wix.com, you can do it all by yourself. Wix.com makes it easy to look amazing online, no matter what type of business you're in. Show off your images in a beautiful gallery, grow your contact list, and get all your social media in one place, just the way you want. Your customers are going to love it. So what are you waiting for? Show the world what you can do. Go to Wix.com and create your stunning website today. It's easy and free. Let's get into this... Um, Paul O'Neill story. Mm. Did you hear anything about this? I have not. I and you I, haven't seen any of the videos. Either. I haven't seen any of the videos, and this is the first I've heard about any about this. Was when you sent me the notes. Oh, okay, great. All right, so then we'll get actually your your fresh take on it. Uh, on July twenty eighth, Paul O'Neill, an unarmed black eighteen year old, stole a Jaguar in Chicago. The car, not the animal. <laughs> Police eventually uh, blockaded an intersection with their cars, which O'Neill crashed uh, the Jaguar into before hopping out and being chased into a backyard where he uh, sustained a bullet wound that later killed him. Okay, so he got shot in the back. He didn't die immediately, but he was later pronounced dead uh, from the bullet wound. There's video, Joey. There's body mm -hmm. cam video. Interestingly enough, though, the one video that we don't have uh, is the moment when he actually got shot. Yeah, of course. Yeah, which raises questions, obviously, about you know how effective the body cams are or if they're really tamper-proof or things like that. But um, they released the videos on Friday to the public, and we're going to take a look at a couple of those. Um, they released like three videos. We have two here for our purposes, and we're going to watch about mm -hmm. a minute and a half, two minutes of each of those, and we can just talk about it. Um should I give this fact before we watch the video? Now, let's watch the video first. So this is uh, one of the body cam videos. 
we'll just run through it. We'll explain it as necessary, but I kind of explained the scenario. Mm-hmm. And then um, we'll get to the second one and we'll do the same with that. So let me just skip ahead to where we have to be. Now, again, this is the body cam of one of the cops uh, as he's getting involved in the situation. This picks up what we're about to hear. Mm-hmm. They're driving to the scene. Now we see the cop jump out of the car and these are his actions as the Jaguar crashes into the police blockade okay. into the backyard. That's where it's going to follow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now the cop, okay, <laughs> immediately oh, the, guns are ready the, out. Co- the gun is out. The cop is getting out of the car with gun drawn. Okay. I, I, I do. I, <sighs> what? Okay. Uh, the buddy cams make it seem like it's a video game. Of it course, it's real it's life. All, no, of course, and, but and it's very, it's, but, yes, it's point of view. Yeah. So that cop, another cop, and I think a third one that's off camera fire at the Jaguar as uh-huh. it drives past them. Yes. Which later, and then you're seeing it. If, excuse me. If you're watching the video, it crashes into the police cars ahead and the kid's going to jump out. I want to say police fired 15 shots at O'Neill uh-huh. into the car uh-huh. as he forced through their blockade in the stolen Jaguar. Problem is the police are banned from shooting at cars when the driver does not appear armed nor dangerous, which he is unarmed. We uh, find out and he's not dangerous, obviously, because he just drives past them. I kind of disagree. It's a judgment call, but they're not the allowed to do that. About the dangerous part, because he isn't a Jaguar. He stole a car. Speeding. He's not speeding that. They're on a side street. He goes by them at like maybe 20 miles an hour. Maybe. He's not going that fast. We just watched it. Okay. I understand. Look, it, it is a judgment call, but to fire 15 times into a car for a kid that is actually unarmed. They don't know that, but he is unarmed. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Seems seems excessive. Excessive. They're not allowed to do that unless he's clearly dangerous, yes. which I don't think he is clearly dangerous. All right. So that happens. Now let's just follow it. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll follow through. All right. So now the kid's out of the car. Now he's running across. It's just, just like a regular suburban street. He's on the right side of the street. He jumps out of the car. He runs now up somebody's driveway, like into a backyard. Cops are in pursuit. A lot of cops. All right. At this point, now the kid has jumped over some kind of fence into the backyard. And the two cops, the one with the body camera and another one are trying to climb over the fence. It's kind of a high, like awkward entrance way. So they're not going to get in. But in the background, there's a number of other cops with uh, Paul O'Neill. And you hear shots. All right, so that sounds like what? Four shots? Four shots. Okay. Five. Five. And the cop's like, fuck, I can't get over. All right, so now they, they realize, oh, we're not going to be able to get in this way. So now they run around and they get in the backyard another way. I'm just going to hear. No, you hear cops yelling. Obviously, they've apprehended him. We'll just let it run. Now, let me say this also. Kid stole a car. Not uh-huh. great. You don't want that to be the case. Um, should you be shot for that? No. However, I don't, like, w- when is enough enough? Like, you stole the car, you crashed the car. <laughs> yeah. And then you proceed to run away. Yeah, now, well, now, now he's he's was like, in oh, the car. Shit, I'm in trouble. He was in the car, and I'm pretty sure he heard 15 shots being shot at him. Right. So... 
And you can't blame the victim, but doesn't it come to the point where you know that they're already shooting at you? Just maybe get out of the car and lay the fuck down. Yeah, but what have we seen repeatedly? repeatedly I know, and you know e- I mean? even when people are laid down, they still get shot. Right. I get that. So at this point now, it's like an 18-year-old kid. Now he's like, f- he knows he fucked Obviously, he fucked, he up, fucked here, up. Right? Um, he's scared. Now he just runs. Like, okay, that was just his first instinct. Yeah, he could have done a million different things. Could have not stole the car, but he did. So, all right. Now we're in the situation. Now the cop with the body camera is running around. He's going to try to... Okay. He, we will see Paul O'Neill in a second. But there's a shitload of cops around. I mean, there's at least eight cops. Gun still out. I, like, I don't know. We know the kid dies. Is that the punishment for stealing a car? Really? Mur- like, execution? That's... Now pay attention to what the cops are saying to Now, one of the cops just kicked him in the side and said, bitch-ass motherfucker. Now, the kid is surrounded by five, six cops here. Yes. He's handcuffed. He's been shot. You kick him and you call him a bitch-ass motherfucker? And now. Just goes to tendencies, you know, temperament. See, now, and that's the other thing. Fucking shoot at us. He didn't shoot at you. He doesn't have a gun. He's unarmed. Officially unarmed. Doesn't have a gun. Did not shoot at them. They shot at us too, right? Nope. 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 I shot at the car after it almost hit you. <laughs> All right. So that's it for the first one. Now, again, like, I understand. Gray area, definitely. The cops don't know that he doesn't have a gun. But then after the fact, it's like, he shot at us, right? Like, no, he didn't. You perceived danger that wasn't there. That's the problem. Also, what's the big deal? The kids, st- I'm not saying what's the big deal. Okay, yes, he stole a Jaguar. That is, you know, it's a big deal. But what was the big deal to stop him immediately? Why would you need to shoot? Follow him. He's in a car. Follow him. He got out of the car. But that's what I'm saying, right? So it's like the crime is stopped now. You know what I mean? Killing the kid, shooting the kid, arresting the kid, fine. But like, I I don't know. It seemed, to me, it seems too much. Excessive use of force, maybe? Yeah, it's just, it doesn't seem like that's the punishment for stealing a car. You know, he shouldn't have stolen the car. Of course. You're going to catch him. You're going to get him eventually. You shoot him in the back. He's dead now. He's 18, dead. Here's the other uh, video that I'm going to play. This one's really interesting. Now, this is another officer, obviously. Um, And we're going to play this from about a minute. Now, this takes place after they've arrested him. Um, And this is just sort of the aftermath. There's. In sight right now, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, plus the cop that has the body cam. So there's 11 cops, 14 cops, a lot of fucking cops here. Um, all right, let's just play it. Yeah. 
Man, I think I shot that motherfucker, man. There's got to be 20 to 25 cops there. Man, yeah, there's a lot of cops. Man, I think I shot that motherfucker, man. No, wait, something crazy is about to happen, Joe. Not crazy. I mean, there's a lot of cops milling around. All right, so don't pause. Okay, so it's paused. You Look at the car. Yeah. Look at the damage. Yeah. Okay? Well, because he crashed into the other cop. He crashed into the car. To me, that you that is uh, dangerous. He proposed a threat. You're saying them shooting into the cop car was fine. Shooting into the car was okay. It's fine if you say that. I'm not. I, maybe. It's not fine because it's against, it's against the direct law that you do not perceive it unless it's a threat. So the question is, him in the car, is it a threat? Well, it's it's if the you can shoot into the car mm-hmm. if the driver is appears appears armed and dangerous. Okay. All right. Well, actually, it's written. It's written in the negative. They're banned from shooting at cars when the driver does not appear armed nor dangerous. All right. So it's got to be both. Does, okay. Does this it's got to be both. Could you tell that this kid is armed? No. No. And they're even asking after the fact. He shot at us, right? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> he didn't. He's in the he's in the uh, backyard over here. Three houses over. He's in custody. He's in custody. Okay. He's in the back. Where's right my here. partner? Sorry. Where's Baker? Where's Baker? Right here. Where's Baker's hurt, man. Baker's hurt. Where's Baker? I, he oh, was in the yard over here. Meanwhile, I don't know how Baker got hurt. Maybe he got hit by the car. I don't know, but he wasn't shot. We know he wasn't shot. Where's Baker? I got his taser. Oh, you got my taser. My taser. Okay. Where's Hazel? Where's Baker? He's over here somewhere, man. We. Now, look, understandable. There's going to be a little bit of confusion after the fact. They're trying to like get the shit together, mm-hmm. but something's going to happen in a minute that really pisses me off. Okay. Now he's standing in front of a another officer, um, and he's going to like kind of ramble to her for a second. What's she doing, Joey? What's she pointing to? He's going, this motherfucker, he's about to say something. What's she doing? She's pointing to the camera to let him know. She's pointing to her camera like, da 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 Yeah, don't. Don't, 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 don't do that. <laughs> Cute, right? And then he stops. <laughs> She's looking out for the for a boy. I, I, I don't see I, ah. I, I don't see why that would get you upset. I know. Well, okay, you, you do know why it would get me upset. I get why she's doing it, but it's like, okay, you see what's happening? Like, Sometimes people get in the heat of the moment, you know. That's not the heat of the moment. She wasn't even there. He's explaining to her what happened. Okay. Come on, man. Where are you going? This is the last couple of seconds. Dude, I... You okay? (laughs) Dude, I heard shots. I don't fucking know, man. When he came out the yard, I shot at him. Take your fist off. See, that's the problem. Like, what happened? Dude, I don't know. Like, well, then what are you just pelting a car with bullets for? That's mm. part of the problem. Again, this kid should not have stolen a car, right? But he's a fucking 18-year-old kid. He fucked up. And now he's dead. And he's dead. He doesn't have a chance to make up for that. So, look, it's just interesting when you get... We get this footage. It doesn't mean that we get it and we go, 
fucking cops are up. But let's analyze it. See, because the sad thing about this too is his life is gone. Yeah. And he didn't even get the chance to pay his debt to society. Right. He's an 18-year-old kid. It's a life thrown away. Right. Exactly. He'd get out in a little, at some point. You know, he made a mistake. He learns from his mistake. And maybe he goes and prevents from other people from making mistakes. Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Or he keeps stealing. Who the fuck knows? Maybe he's like, uh, you know, Memphis Reigns. He's just going to steal cars. Or he's going to boost cars for a living. It's a Nick Cage movie. Uh, gone in 60 Seconds. That, that's right. It was did you make a Gone in 60 Seconds I reference? did. Yes. I did it for my fiance. She loves Nick Cage. Oh, uh, everybody loves Nick Cage. Why wouldn't you? Michael Oppenheimer, the O'Neill family attorney, says these police officers decided to play judge, jury, and executioner. It is horrific that these officers did what they did, took street justice in their own hands, which, mm-hmm. yeah, that's probably the argument, right? Yes. I mean, you could have probably apprehended this kid without fucking shooting him in the back and killing him five times. Well, who's shooting that many times? Yeah, especially when you have 20 fucking cops. Yeah, one yeah, of them lot, would be able to take him down. A lot of cops in the area. Um, all right, let's close with this, Joey. We'll close on a lighter note. And we're doing a quicker episode this week. I'm, I'm glad we're only a little no, no, bit no, over Jupiter, now. yo. That's what we're doing. Oh, okay. I'm just saying, we're going to close with that. I've been trying to do a little bit of quick, you know, we've done almost two-hour episodes, I think three straight episodes, so we'll try to, you know, tone it down a little bit. Um, after five years, hundreds of mi- uh, millions of miles, and $1.1 billion, Juno, a NASA spacecraft, entered Jupiter's orbit on July 4th, I have a clip of the NASA scientists getting excited about that because it's always fun to see the scientists achieve their goal. Because especially they the nerd co- motherfuckers, they're nerdy, but they know how to party. Now this is uh, as Jupiter entered the orbit. This is their reaction at NASA space headquarters. Did this go viral? I don't know. All stations on Juno Cord. We have the tone for burn cutoff on Delta B. Roger, boom, boom, Juno, Juno. Welcome to Jupiter. Oh, that's pimp. Welcome to Jupiter. I like that. Welcome to Jupiter. Do they find life? No, definitely not. Here, I'm going to play this clip too because they NASA put together this really like cool, it's like a two-minute like trailer for the mission. Mm-hmm. Why don't we play that? We'll end the show with this. Okay. Uh, this is the trailer put out by NASA for the Juno mission to Jupiter, which... God, I wish I could go to Jupiter. I mean, you know, obviously not possible, but I wish I could go to Jupiter to see what the fuck's going on there, right? Like, doesn't mm-hmm. that stuff really interest you? Not Jupiter. J- Jupiter's a gas giant mystery, Joey. I like Saturn with the wings. All right, I'd, ch- wings. I'd check out Saturn too. That'd be cool. I'd love to be able to just step foot on there and see what the fuck's going on. Obviously, it would kill me. It's impossible, but... NASA, here we go. We don't celebrate this enough, Joe. I'm going to try to bring more science stuff to the pod. The scariest thing to me about Juno are the unknowns. So much about the environment that we'll have to withstand is unknown. Nothing's really certain about what's going to happen. It's a monster. This is cool as shit, by the way. I, I highly suggest going to the Juno website, like page on mm-hmm. the NASA site. It's very cool. This is stuff that we, I, I think this should be on TV. Like instead of certain commercials, be like, well, this is the 10 minutes of science commercials that we're going to play in between. It's cool as shit. Mm-hmm. Set it up as a public service announcement, maybe. Yeah, well, there should just be a lot more f- educational or whatever programming uh, on TV during the day. Take the hit. One less Hyundai commercial, okay? It's 
spinning around so fast, it's gravity. It's like a giant slingshot, slinging rocks, dust, electrons, whole comets. Anything that gets close to it becomes its weapon. This July 4th. Just so happens, deep inside this body are the secrets we're after. Secrets about our early solar system. We're going in. They made it like a movie trail. It's cute. It's the biggest and baddest planet in the solar system, and it's got the biggest and baddest radiation and the biggest and baddest magnetic field. The background radiation that we're exposed to on Earth is about a third of a rad. What we expect to see at Jupiter is about 20 million rad. It's a lot. No a lot spacecraft more. has ever flown this close to Jupiter, flown this deep into the radiation belts. So the real trick is we got to go in close, get the data, and get out. And the first time we go in, that's the most dangerous. We call it Jupiter orbit insertion. J-O-I. Are they going to try to bring it back? Well, the information's going to come back. I don't know what the fuck the deal is. really certain about what's going to happen. That was supposed to be the uh, the Hunger Games whistle. That makes no sense. Uh, yeah, well, whatever. It was just a tr- movie. I'm sorry, Joe. I was trying. Uh, pretty cool, right? Amazing. It is amazing. That's the thing. We should, as much as we get bogged down in all like the political stuff and this election's a mess and this kid's climbing Trump Tower and all, ISIS and blah, blah, People blah. People getting shot. We're, we're fucking, we're around Mo- uh, Jupiter now. Mm. You know what I mean? Like we're that far out. We're getting fucking wet. Uh, it's crazy. These are the early steps. Like I was talking about the solar, uh, whatever impulse, like personal flight machines and shit. We're we're orbiting Jupiter. A part of things that we created is orbiting Jupiter. Do you want to know why those bunch of nerds were so happy? <laughs> why? Because they didn't blow up one point one billion dollars worth of crap. No, they're they're very successful. That's amazing. Do you know yeah. how hard it is to plan that out? Uh, also, I'd let any of them run the country before Trump. Any of them. Pick any random. NASA, anybody, I'd be like, yeah, they could probably do it. Do you wow. know what the difference is? They don't want to. Mm. They're not egomaniacs that think that they could run the world. They just want to help. It's a special breed of person Donald Trump is. Oh, Jesus. Absolutely. All right, Joey. What do you think? Good episode? Fantastic episode. Yeah, I like that. I think it was a quicker one. I think we got a lot of good information in there, and I think the Samsonites will enjoy it. Evan, uh, thoughts? Feeling good? Yeah, no, great episode. Glad to be back. Oh, great. Great. Uh, glad to have you. Uh, listen, everybody itunes go on there subscribe to the podcast leave us a comment leave us a rating that helps i want to get the goddamn podcast back up on the charts so that way more people could see it i really do i want this podcast to blow up jelly uh, more so than it has i appreciate all the support the love if this is the only amount of people that we're going to get to listen satisfied but i'd really love for this thing to blow up it'd be great get some guests get get a little bit yeah. bigger get a little more name recognition it'd be awesome uh you can also go on soundcloud.com slash mandatory samson um, you can follow us on there. You can leave a comment on the episode. I respond to all of those. And Joey, when you're uh, mentioned, you answer them as well, yes, right? Um, you can also email us, mandatorysamson at gmail.com. I appreciate the feedback. Um, I'm Mansamp on all social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Friendster. Uh, Joey's <laughs> at Joey from Jersey. Jersey spelled the Z for pretty much on all the same platforms. Yes. Um, that's it. We'll be back next week. Bye.
This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Yeah.